from 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon down into the modern age he's been a boon companion though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him or brought a decent hair sample to dr jeffrey meldrum you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch, cause it could be a hit. But if you've never seen a Sasquatch, just seek and you will find. Because Bigfoot is a state of mind. Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. I'm Don, with me as always is Blake. Hey Don. Hey Blake. Was I doing my morning zoo voice? Almost. <laughs> Hey. hey, welcome to the Hidden Zoo. Every week we're going to make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. But first, here's the news. <laughs> okay, um, I'm done. Uh, and once again, we have our special guest, my good friend, Spall. Party on, Don! Party on, Spall. I, I want to start lead this off by saying that Spall and I share a, a, a strange sense of humor. Have you noticed this? That when, like, last time we had a movie night at Jenny's and we both wanted to watch that movie about dogs? Yes. And everybody else was like, that sounds stupid. And we're like, well, yeah. That's the point. It's, it sounds ridiculous. You guys got to watch Banana Motherfucker, which, which was, was great. Legitimately. What movie about dogs? I don't remember. It's just something that showed up when you search bad movies on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Amazon Prime's full of them. But, uh,. Banana Motherfucker, Blake, uh, if you can find it on Prime, is 16 minutes of just pure glory about evil carnivorous bananas. I think you did tell me about yeah. that one. It's amazing. It's Portuguese, I believe. Yeah, uh, they start off Portuguese. By the end, oh, well, it, don't spoil anything. Yeah. I've yeah, been watching Letterkenny nonstop. Yeah, Blake, uh, <laughs> or Spall, if you haven't seen Letterkenny, that's pretty good, too. Uh, Chad and Jenny introduced me to it on New Year's. It's good. It's good stuff. I remember bits and pieces. I had absinthe. <laughs> so that oh, just no. means you'll have to start from the beginning and watch the fart book episode again. Yes, I will have to start from the beginning because I remember tiny slivers of Letterkenny. Oh, that reminds me, Don. How's your shirt? Did it fit okay? Uh, I haven't worn it yet. I don't often have occasion to go out in public with a shirt that says Vondersex four times. <laughs> <laughs> I got Don the shirt from... Euro trip that the guy earns at the the sex club. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I pulled it out of the uh, out of the package and I went free t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> free t shirt. <laughs> How is the sex club? Free t shirt. <laughs> I love that movie. It's, I just it's so dumb, but I I can't help but love it. It's just fucking funny because it's not trying to be anything but dumb. <laughs> And I love that they sh it's all shot in California. Yeah. Oh, it's all obviously a back lot. So Hell yeah, and that there's they're never in anywhere that's uh that's that's identifiably Europe. Nope. Vaguely <laughs> European. Yeah. They just bring in vaguely European actors. They just everywhere they go, they just have a stock footage little montage of the place and then they're just in front of some generic buildings <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Ah, we're in Slovakia or wherever we're supposed to be. <laughs> hey, American friends, where's the beef? <laughs> that was just like, that is a dumb movie, but it has an amazingly inspired gag where they have like 97 cents and it gets them a five-star hotel in Eastern Europe. <laughs> it's fu it's, it's fun. funny. 
And I liked Matt Damon's in. Oh, yeah. Matt Damon's cameo is gold. <laughs> Small, cameo. You're looking like, I don't remember anything about Eurotrip. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. Me? Yes, you. I'm looking. I'm, I'm pulling up all of the information I have for my cryptid. Oh, you're okay. You're getting yourself He's being ready. studious. Yeah. I have hey. like six tabs open, and it's slowing my computer down to a fucking crawl. Hey, Spall. Yes, sir. Let's tell everybody our our communal favorite joke. <laughs> hey, Don. What? Ask me if I'm a tomato. Are you a tomato? No. We we love that joke. That's the whole joke, Blake. <laughs> That's the whole joke. Pretty solid. Nobody else likes that joke. <laughs> I, I don't know why I felt I I was dating this girl when I was working at a summer camp, and she told me that joke, and I really was into her. <laughs> I think that's why I like the joke. I can't explain why I like it. <laughs> it is a fantastic joke. It's just, ask me if I'm a tomato. Are you a tomato? No. But then I like, said. Like, why are you asking me this? I, I sent you that joke on Reddit about the genie because I knew that it's that same kind of stupid fucking joke that you and I would like yeah. that nobody else would like. That joke is... I, I told my wife that joke and she was uh, unimpressed. Yeah, my wife was too, as were all of all of my coworkers. One of them threatened <laughs> to kill me. Is that a cane? Is that a group of cane toads eating a dead rack, uh, 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 kangaroo? <laughs> Supposedly, yeah. I great. think they're just chilling because they don't know what they're next to. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm just finding fun pictures of toads. Dead now. kangaroo! Yeah! Here, in between recordings, Spall oh, asked about the air, the air horn. horn. <laughs> so I brought it back. Bringing it back. All right, Spall. Yes. You ready? I think I am. Okay, let's go for it. I told my uh, kids I was doing a podcast tonight, and then they know what podcasts are because I listen to them constantly. Um, they asked me what this one was about, and I said, uh, animals that are probably not real. And my seven-year-old was like, can you talk about unicorns? And I was like, fuck yes, I can talk about unicorn." <laughs> Hell yeah, that's actually something we haven't done yet. We have not. <laughs> like, you know, it's not quite as specific as Stellar Sea Ape, which was seen once. <laughs> um Twice. Or, you know... Twice, maybe. You're right. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I did not mean to disparage the good name of Stellar Sea Um It's not quite as specific as some of the ones you guys have done, but when your seven-year-old goes, Daddy, can you talk about unicorns? You talk about goddamn unicorns. Sure. Um, unicorn mythology goes back thousands and thousands of years. They're usually considered kind of European, but... Mm. They were seen a lot in Asia and Africa as well, or they were documented in Asia and Africa. Okay, now, uh, from your research, I have a question. So, okay. Asian and African unicorns, are they... Okay, so you know how, like, Asian dragons are different from European dragons, but we still call them all dragons? Yes. Is that the case with unicorns, too? Was it, like, it was sort of a horse with a horn, but then, like, it also had, like, three butts or something? <laughs> I giggled at that a little bit. Well, there there are some differences. I, I found that for unicorn that I was able to come up with actually counts anything. Uh, what? Where? Ah, damn it! What was it? Anything with a naturally occurring 
A naturally occurring single midline horn can be considered a unicorn. Okay. Um, doesn't even say quadruped, so, I mean, a narwhal would technically count. Huh. Um, but then also rhinoceri. Would rhinoceroses? What is the plural of rhinoceros? I think it's rhinoceros. Just say rhinos over and over again. Rhinoceron. <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter because I think there's only one left. Rhin, rhinoceros. Very, very rhinoceros. Oh, my God. How come nobody's ever taken that rap name? Uh, oh, they, the flight of the Concords used That's a hip hop hippopotamus. Yeah. <laughs> and the mother, mother flipping rhinoceros. Right? Um, no. Uh, preposterous. <laughs> um, but in, in a lot of the Asian and African uh, sightings for unicorns are generally just uh, people go, oh, no, that was, that was actually a rhinoceros and you were confused. Um. But then the problem comes when you have all the European unicorns and most Europeans outside of the really wealthy traders probably never saw a rhinoceros, but don't, but uh, unicorns are well-documented in European mythology. So a lot of Europeans were virgins? <laughs> <laughs> Bisexual virgins. I see what you did there, Don. I think Marco Polo is just like not getting any the whole time. He was blazing a Silk Road. <laughs> yeah, but I saw a unicorn, you guys. I totally saw it. Like, <laughs> fucking virgin. And Genghis Khan was like, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. I There's can't even countenance the, the thought in my head. Half the world's trees have my DNA in them. <laughs> Genghis Khan like to fuck. There is there a Persian, a Persian unicorn-like creature called the Kara. K-H-A-R-A. Mm. was a giant donkey with a single horn growing from its forehead. <laughs> three, legs, three legs and six eyes. Uh, that uh, just sounds like a really unfortunate birth defect. And it was a very important figure in the Zoroastrian religion. Uh, now you're... No. Which no. I probably should have researched more heavily, but so, it's just what that so, encrypted wiki. So you're telling me Freddie Mercury was like... like all right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out and worship this six-eyed, one-horned, three-legged donkey. Flying purple people leader, yes. Yeah. Was That's so Six-eyed, wow. three-legged, flying purple people leader. Spell that again for me. Uh, K-H-A-R-A. Kara. What was it? K-H-A-R-A. Kara. Donkey? Am I being real-time fact-checked on my crypto? No, I just want to see if anybody has a picture. Yeah, so I wanted to see, too. It's also a village in Iran. It is. And it's also a Japanese animation studio who did the uh, rebuild of Evangelion film tetralogy. Oh, wow. So they added all that extra nonsense to Evangelion. Hey... The original was full of nonsense as it was. I know, but it was original too. Yeah, they didn't have a bunch of like CGI stuff in there. I, I haven't seen much of it, but one time I watched five minutes of it, and all five minutes of it was the main character in an Ava and a person in the Ava's hand, and they stare back and forth at each other for five minutes, 
and then he smushed him in the Ava's hand, and that was the five minutes of the episode, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch the rest of this. So I saw a, uh, in a uh, oh, fuck, what's it called? One of the, the fan-made, a, oh, an, an AMV type thing, where someone had that exact scene, uh-huh. and it was just this, uh, um, it's one of those looping, repeating songs. Like fuck, the song that called? doesn't end? Yeah, it was like that. Oh, like, <laughs> it's I know a song that gets on everybody's nerves. Yeah, yeah. And it went on for a while. <laughs> and you think that he's going to squish him, and then he doesn't. <laughs> and it keeps it people. And it went on for like several minutes <laughs> to where they had they had timed it just perfectly so that people got annoyed and then came back around and were cheering. <laughs> Is that the, that thing that Will Ferrell does really well? Kind of, yeah. So where it's, it's it not goes funny, on way too long, and then, then it, it becomes, becomes funny again. again. Yep. Tell us more about unicorns. I, sorry, I'm Google image searching the Kara. Yeah, I didn't find I found anything. I found one. I had to Google image search Kara Zoroastrian to find it. Oh, okay. Um, and it actually looks kind of badass. It looks like its legs are made of tree stumps. I... The only image that I was able to find, it's an artist's rendering, obviously. Um, oh, shit. I'm seeing that. Right? Yeah. This is like something out of the Monster Manual. Oh, shit. Look at all those mouths. Oh, are those mouths? I thought he just had swords or some no, shit. There no, there's mouths all over its no. neck and chest. Yeah. and I love. But check out the six eyes right under the horn. This is a Clive Barker unicorn. He's made of trees and <laughs> eyes and mouths. That's badass. And he spake death, and his name was Hooves. <laughs> Hooves McGee. <laughs> he spake death. Hooves McGee, the most frightening of all the end times donkeys. <laughs> so more about unicorns. I, I compiled a list of all the things my seven-year-old knew about unicorns. Okay. We, we sat over dinner, and she told me everything she knows about unicorns, starting with they are very magical. And the magic comes from the horn. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, most of them have blue eyes. How does she not know? not all. How can she possibly know that? Dude, she's seen a lot of unicorns. Okay, fine. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, they, the magic powers that they have include the power to fly. But only if they have wings, and not all of them have wings. They have to earn the wings by doing good things. Pretty sure that's some My Little Pony friendship is magic bullshit right there. Sounds like Uh, it. But also, like, I wonder what, what, like, the ethical unicorn philosophers are and what do they consider good? Like, does it align with what humans consider good? Or is it super fucked up? Yeah, is it is it written down? Is there a a rule book? Yeah, do they have, like, do they have their own version of, like, Immanuel Kant? The unicorn train problem? Yeah. If there are five unicorns on one train track and one unicorn on another, but you have to switch the the thing to kill the one instead of the five. But then it turns out that in in unicorn ethics, you should actually kill all six of them. Like, or maybe you face a unicorn council. Hmm. And they decide. They decide. Do you? Uh, If you can have your wings or your neck mouths. 
even the ones without wings have the power of teleportation. Well, then why do you need to fly? My why do you need if you have? Because it's fucking majestic, Don. <laughs> yeah, unicorns aren't made of time. They got shit to do. <laughs> Who doesn't want to fly? But if I could teleport, teleport. Then, That's a pretty bitchin' power. I mean, like, I would like to fly. That would be great. I guess if I could teleport and fly, I'd still fly sometimes. I guess you're right. Right? Yeah. Uh, and they have the ability to speak into, like, ESP, where they can speak into your mind through the horn and be understood, and they can read your thoughts. Okay. Have they won the million dollars from James the Amazing Randy? I, I did not ask my seven-year-old this. Okay. this We need to research this. Well, she's in bed right now. Okay. Shake her awake and ask her about Amazing Randy. <laughs> Daddy, who's that? He's an old gay dude. Now answer the question. He's amazing. Now go back. How much money have your unicorns won? Early 2000s. She's a terrible bitch. Really? Yeah, Lisa Frank is like a slave driving bitch. That's why all the horns were white. Yeah. <laughs> More trapper keepers. Make them. So, I'm big, so she's just like whipping children while they like screen print peachy folders. Something like that. Yeah. It's been a while since I read it. <laughs> all right. What's next? Uh, the, did we talk about the rainbow colored poop? No. Well, we said yeah. they poop rainbows. Yes, they poop rainbows. Um, but when they poop poop, it is also a rainbow. Yes, uh, looks apparently it it's, looks like rainbow sherbet. Oh, okay. Is, does it taste like rainbow sherbet? Theoretically, <laughs> but nobody's had the guts to get an empirical evaluation. Right. Okay. Right. Um, yes, at her most recent birthday party, I had to get rainbow sherbet because it looks like unicorn poop, Dad. <laughs> the joy oh, of father. It was it was a unicorn themed birthday party, and she wanted to eat poop. She wanted to eat rainbow-colored yep. unicorn poop. Yes. You're raising her right. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was all the things about unicorns that my seven-year-old knew. Um, I, I think I, I don't have anything else. Uh, yes, that is that is everything about unicorns that my seven-year-old knew. About halfway through the conversation, I realized 90% of her unicorn knowledge came from My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would you get unicorn information from? The internet? That's <laughs> <laughs> um, dumb. I don't know where my seven-year-old Why would get you a lot of be reading online when you can just watch My Little Pony Friendship is Magic? Blake, Truth. Or, secret or in my seven-year-old's case, toy unboxing videos. <laughs> <laughs> kids, God, yeah. kids are dumb, aren't they? God. They watch stupid shit. Your your kid loves Pootie Pie, I bet. Uh, no, no, my kids do not watch Pootie Pie. That's good because he is a straight up Nazi. Right? No, 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 no. They they have not discovered that that corner of the internet yet. No, they they they're really really into um. There there's one with a terribly annoying voice named Cookie Swirl C. Oh Jesus! Uh -oh. Cookie yeah. Swirl. She, she unboxes toys and is oh. wow. You put Cookie in there and that pops right up. Yeah, no, it's the worst. It is the fucking worst. Please don't. I am not going to bring it up. I'm going to go instead to Cookie Monster. That's yes. Because me like Cookie. Yes, yes. Uh, that That's 
we we went on like a six month bender of Cookie Swirl C at one point, and I eventually banned Cookie Swirl C from the YouTube videos my kids watch. Well, when they ask for it, just always accidentally bring up Cookie Monster. Whoops, it's Cookie Monster. <laughs> cookie Swirl way, C is for Cookie. Better. Cookie Monster ain't unboxing shit. He's just Cookie Monster cookies. unboxes cookies all the time. And then he crams them into his mouth and doesn't actually swallow them. Just pieces get everywhere. <laughs> Binges and purges simultaneously. He is the best monster of all the monsters. I don't know. Maybe he is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. <laughs> and he's the only monster with a lucrative career outside of Sesame Street when he puts on his Tom Waits outfit. Yeah, when he's got his tie. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he what did he go on? Recently he on John? Brothers, <laughs> yep. Was he on Daily Show? Uh, Cookie Bird. Monster was on Colbert at least once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, that, uh, that's that, right. He was with John Oliver. He's on John Oliver something. too. Well, there's a clip of him with John Oliver Aww. talking about something, and he's wearing a tie. <laughs> that's <laughs> and I remember because he's addressing which which me camera. <laughs> and he's arranging his scripts it's pretty great i love i love muppets the biggest yeah. aid character <laughs> i love i love that sesame street does parodies that teach a, a you know a little educational lesson to kids but are hilarious to adults because the kids don't know they don't know why this orange is the new black thing is funny or the Law and Order SVU one they did. <laughs> they did special, one special letter unit. They did one with Cookie Monster where he was uh, I forget his name, but he was Jean Valjean. It was a Les Miserables parody where he wouldn't share his cookies <laughs> with anyone. That's pretty great. I love Cookie Monster. He's my favorite. Him and Grover are my favorites. I was always a Fozzie Bear guy. I think if you if you're sticking to Sesame Street. If you had well, to pick a yeah. Sesame Street, who would your favorite Sesame Street guy be? If I had to stick to Sesame Street, I'd, I, I, I have an affinity for the Count. Uh, Count's pretty great. I also like the Count. Yeah, I think everyone likes the Count. Uh, uh, I like the song of the Count where they just bleep the word Count. <laughs> it sounds like he's fucking everything in his castle. It's good. You know what I was thinking? I, I I had a weird shower thought this morning. Is Bert's full name Bertrand? Bertrand? Yeah, like is like, Bert short for something? Bertrand Ernie? Yeah. Or is he Albert? <laughs> or is he just Bert? Instead of Bert and Ernie, they just put a space in the wrong Bertrand spot. Bertrand Ernie. It's Bertrand <laughs> and Ernie. Bertrand Ernie. Hey, Bert. My name is Bertrand. Okay, Bert. <laughs> I'm going to go over here and do something shitty that you don't like, Bert. Yeah, Ernie's kind of a dick. It's kind of our thing, Bert. Because I get that, you know, Bert, Bert just wants to sit there and read his book or whatever Bert's doing. And then Ernie's <laughs> always got to hassle him. Yeah, but, like, Bert is also an uppity prick sometimes, too. Because Ernie just wants to have a good time. And Bert's just like, Ernie, stop laying on no, the bed. No. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Burton Ernie. Classic Burton Ernie. 
I don't know. I always remember this one from when I was a kid where Ernie didn't know how to make the bed and Bert was crazy because Bert's OCD and like the sides of the blankets weren't exactly equal one side or the other. And Ernie kept trying to even it out, but he would pull one side just a little too far so it would be uneven on the other side and Bert about murdered him. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I want to work on something Jim Henson Muppety. That'd be fun. Yeah. Except uh except the Happy Time Murders. Oh, that got really bad. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was my wife's anniversary date. How was it? I mean, I I'm a real sucker for Muppets. I thought it was okay. <laughs> Even with Muppet jizz all over the place. It, it, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, like I will firmly endorse almost anything with the Muppets in it. She's got a lady boner from Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> and between the two of us, we were both just like, it was fine, I guess. It wasn't terrible. Right? Like it, there were honestly the end credits where they show how they made the Muppets move mm -hmm. and how they did all the shit with them was probably the most entertaining part of the whole thing. It really does seem like that had already been done when it was Meet the Feebles. Yeah, Peter Jackson's Meet the Feebles, mm -hmm. which is incredible if you want to see a, a just insane puppet movie. I have not heard of this. And oh, also uh, Avenue Q, the yeah. fucked up musical with, with Muppets in it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, which partially inspired Book of Mormon. One of the songs in Avenue Q is called The Internet is per for Porn, and it's song sung partially by their version of Cookie Monster. <laughs> yeah, they have a, a, a simple a simple talking monster character. The Internet is for Porn. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard of Avenue Q, but didn't know that it involved Muppets. Oh, yeah. Like I vaguely heard the name. Yep, it's, it's Muppets. I've never seen it, because in the time where I stopped hating all musicals, it has not gone on a, uh, a tour. I'm pretty sad about that, because I want to see I it. I saw a local production of it once that was really good. Lucky. It was fun. It's a fun yeah. show. Yeah. I've heard the soundtrack. Oh, meet, I like it. Meet the Feebles. Yeah. So I think I, I think we're more or less done with unicorns. Spall, unless you have anything else. Um, I, I did find one interesting fact on unicorns that, uh, one of the earliest sketchings of a unicorn was done by the philosopher Gottfried Leibniz. <laughs> Leibniz? Leibniz, whatever. He invented calculus. Right. And he made people think unicorns existed for like <laughs> a couple thousand years. Not a thousand years. He was around in like the 17th century. He was a contemporary of Newton. Well, okay, but Encyclopedia Britannica is confused. <laughs> Leibniz was not a Socratic <laughs> philosopher. Um, but yes, uh, oh, okay. The uh, belief in the reality of unicorns go back, goes back some 2,000 years, especially strong in the mid-18th century due to a sketching of what reportedly was a unicorn skeleton by the philosopher Gottfried, Leib Gottfried Leibniz. Well, Leibniz also believed that all of matter was made of tiny souls. So, yeah. I'm just saying he was a fairly respected philosopher. He, he was. believed in you. He was. Yeah, but he was a better mathematician than he was philosopher. 
Well, or paleontologist, apparently. <laughs> yep. Did you prep a real animal for us? It's okay if you didn't. I, I did, actually. Oh, um, I think he, the, the real animal may have been discussed on here before, uh, the narwhal. I don't think we have. I don't, you, you've I not don't think so. I thought I remembered an episode where you guys had discussed the narwhal, but uh, I just loved, as I was looking up narwhal information, the, uh, the phrase unicorns of death came up like five times. They murder people? No, but narwhals use their horn to stun their prey before consuming them. Nice. So, yeah, they, they've earned the nickname Unicorn of Death by stabbing shit with their horns. I had no I idea they did that. Really cool. What is it, what is yeah. it about cetaceans that they just love to kill things in fucked up ways? Fucking dolphins do it and killer whales do it. Now narwhals do it too. Apparently. Huh. It's kind of exciting. I wonder if they try to rape things with their horns like dolphins try to rape things with their dicks. I, I would hope not because I'm I'm looking at narwhal horns and holy shit, are these things like long and sharp and pointy looking? Mm, yeah. Uh, spiral tusks, 8.8 feet long. Up to 8.8 feet. That is just such a fucked up evolutionary adaptation. Well, and it doesn't exactly come out of its head because it actually grows through the narwhal's upper lip. Ouch. Right? Like, all these pictures I'm looking at of narwhal, it just looks... It's not even its not even centered. It's like coming out of one side of its nose. Kind of they don't have noses. One side or the other, yeah. Yeah. God, narwhals are fucked up. But I assume that's I'm what it... I'm mean, looking at them now. Ugh. That's that's how nature's going to to uh to create it. Like nothing that comes out of nature is perfectly straight or aligned because shit happens to it as it grows. Right. And I mean it's it's repurposing probably a tooth mm -hmm. for this one particular purpose. And so yeah, it's not gonna come directly out of the middle. God, still it's just a fucked up looking creature. <laughs> yeah, they are. I've never really looked at them up close like that. Somebody could see that in the ocean and be like, oh, that's, that's, boys, let's just tell them this horn came from a big friendly horse, you guys. Let's not tell them the truth because they can't <laughs> handle it yet. They're not ready to know about this terrible, terrible fucking horned porpoise. But yes, uh, and narwhals are nearly threatened, but they are not on the endangered uh, species list at all. There's somewhere between fifty and 80,000 narwhals left. I figure if they felt threatened, they would just start murdering humans. Stab with the, the shit horns. out of all of us? Yeah. Japanese yeah. whalers better never go hunt for narwhals. They're going to die. I, I'm honestly surprised, like, the tusks or the whatever. I, I, would you consider that a tusk is not more prized somehow? I guess so. And uh, I wonder. I wonder if it's... Well, it says Wikipedia has tusk in quotes. Because uh, right, according to, to this, it's actually technically it's a tooth. Yeah, it's a canine tooth. Right. But I thought tusks were technically teeth. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, tusks are teeth. So it's a tusk. Wow, look how weird the skull looks. By it's just the skull with the tusk coming out of it looks gnarly. I'm not oh, saying that's that bizarre. Little narwhal skull. Oh, fuck. 
good choice for weird animal. Yeah, this is definitely cooler. I never realized how bizarre they really were. This is so much cooler than. Holy shit! Okay, now I see. Now I'm seeing the skull. Like unicorn is one of the examples that we uh, we used in that panel we did at Gen Con a few years ago of fake animals that are just not as interesting as people pretend they are, because a unicorn is just a horse with a goat beard and a horn. Well, yeah, if you don't count the teleportation, flying, and ESP and, and the pooping, the rainbow pooping, oh. and 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 the good the wings and the trolley problem and all that, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> they just combined a, a, a horn with a horse, but this fucking thing, man! Some of them have two horns. Both yeah, the double horn ones. Out. Oh shit! Oh, so it's a tooth. Yeah, because the t- that there's two teeth, and the left one is supposed to grow out. Mm-hmm. And then it just comes through the front of it. That's <laughs> I never really looked into exactly how narwhal horns work. God, it just shoots right out through its face. Oh, shit. Just imagine you had a tooth that just grew through your mouth. I'd use it as a hope. <laughs> and I, I want to know, like, at what age the narwhal's tooth breaks through the mm-hmm. upper lip of their face. That's weird. And so do they weird. sword fight with them? Like, I've got three kids, and teething, they cry a lot. But the teeth aren't coming out of their face. The tooth is not at any point breaking through their lip. I can't imagine. Holy fuck. Okay. Earthsky.org article titled, Narwhals Display Sophisticated Sword Fighting Techniques. <laughs> they cross tusks with, for us. They cross tusks with each other. They make whistling sounds. They jockey for dominance by sword fighting. Oh, my God. I wonder if one of them's ever like, I... I'm not right tusked. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what I was thinking. Is one of them going to go? I'm not actually left tusked. <laughs> I am also not left tusked. <laughs> yes. My oh. name is. You killed my father. Prepare <laughs> to die. <laughs> that would have been a perfect time to use the bunion. Ah, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Too late now. My name is. I'm not going to force it. I am not. I'm not going to force it. All right, oh, gentlemen, I'm going to cut this because I need to get these mixed and uploaded and go to bed because I got to work in the morning. Spall, I know you All do right. too. Have fun at work. Yeah, I know. Have fun not working, Blake. Yeah, it's pretty great. I bet it's really great. I have it's a meeting not. at noon tomorrow, but until then I'm I would so much rather be at work. Yeah, but your show got canceled. Oh, it did, yeah. yeah. It did get canceled. Can you say officially now what show you were on since it's canceled and you're not working on it anymore? Because you always Z- kind of played coy Z- before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that it was Z Nation. Uh, yeah, Z Nation. Not on Z Nation anymore. Nope, it's over. It doesn't oh. exist. Did it end on a cliffhanger? Unless, I don't know. I don't know what happened in the last episode. <laughs> I just made the sets for it. I don't know what the fuck happened. Chris Hardwick's wife was in it, and I remember that. That's about it. Chris Hardwick has a wife? Somebody married Chris Hardwick? Yeah. Some uh, uh, Patty Hearst daughter. Okay. Cool. Good for him, I guess. She's a model. Mm, Definitely good for him. All right. Any final thoughts, guys? No. Okay. All right. 
and I'm going to play us out. Let's do it. See you guys next time. Everybody, thank you for listening. Just like every week, I exhort you to go and make sure that millions of people listen to this show so Blake can be employed again, you know? Because I have a job, and, and, and I don't need a lot of the money, so he can just have most of the money. So you go tell people, like the show, and then people will start sponsoring us, and we can talk about food delivery services or mattresses or socks, whatever. Um, thanks for listening. Bye.